0: This is Inspiring Nurseries Podcast for nursery managers and owners and all those inspiring to be leaders in the early year sector. We are one of the only UK-based
1: early years specialist podcasts, bringing you trusted consultants, trainers and
0: leaders in the so industry. join me, Kate, co-founder of Hello Mums, and me, Marnie, founder of Sporty Minis. And make sure you subscribe because we know you're a busy professional and we also know that you will not want to miss this show.
1: And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and would love a review
0: on iTunes. Hello and welcome to today's Inspiring Nurturing podcast with me, Kate from Hello Mums, and with my partner in crime, Marnie Wills from Sporty Minis. I hope you're all doing alright. We are recording this on the second week of lockdown number two. and As you know, if you have listened to our previous podcast, we were talking about uh, marketing or we call it marketing one when we were looking at how social media can help you with your staffing and recruitment. And today we are going to talk about how to position yourself as a go to nursery money. How would you position yourself as a go to nursery?
1: Oh, Kate, tricky question straight off the bat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I love all things organic marketing. So I would position myself as the go-to nursery by making sure I was present on the three key platforms, in my opinion, are the ones to go to your Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. I would also ensure that I had my basic website with a few different add-ons. Um, which we can talk about in a little bit. Um, I would ensure that I was in some local Facebook groups um, and encourage my staff, especially my um, management team to be in those as well. Um, I would ensure I had a Instagram strategy. And last but not least, I would definitely make sure I had a company page on LinkedIn and all of my staff mainly my management team had their profiles and were connected to the um to the nursery's company page.
0: Oh wow. So that's um, <laughs> let's say it's quite a lot of things. So five, five things, five yeah, things. Yeah. things. Yeah. Five things, <laughs> but I think for for quite a lot of nursery managers out there it's a mission impossible because I think that just like you and me and most other people, there are these tables and there is one little column that says urgent, extremely urgent and important. (laughs) And that's always the one that you need to do, isn't it? And and your website and all those things which are really important, the social media, it's usually in the back. So why do you think, or why do I think, why do you think That marketing and this whole five steps is crucial when everything else or you know I always have my urgent and important little (laughs) column full of about overflowing things (laughs) Um, well I think
1: you know for our nursery managers and our owners we have to we do have to realize that running out early is setting we run it as a business because we do need to educate the children and provide childcare for our clients which are our parents but at the end of the day we are still running a business and we are also in charge of the livelihoods of our staff as well so we do have to be smart about that and in business terms what's really important is that we do take time to work on the business and not in the business and you do have to take a little bit of time to do that and the best way to do that is to have a strategy and have a plan um, and to also be able to outsource or delegate. Um, we as managers of our businesses, our nursery managers, you know, like you said, their list of urgent things to do is mammoth and lots of us don't get through it and it is really tough, but we do have to put some time aside. We do have to block time aside and we do have to have a strategy. So my my advice on that would be, would be to work in you know 30 day content strategies just like you do in your um, areas of learning we know we've just done Halloween I bet most of October was focused on Halloween we're now in November I bet November was um, Diwali and obviously December is going to be Christmas and we know before that we had Black History Month and then before that is you know family getting to know and then the autumn every season. month
0: there is something exactly. that you can dedicate the whole month to exactly exactly so from there
1: that's so easy to link into your social media content strategy and it's important to have um, a presence on social media so that you can position yourself um, as a nursery in which parents want to send their children to they want to see behind the scenes what you're doing in the nursery they want to be a part of a nursery which other parents are talking about because you have such good online presence.
0: Yes I can completely agree with that because and also it's it's enabling trust because there are obviously a lot of potential parents out there and they will judge you on the basis of your digital footprint your digital actions so to say they will have a look like you know just consider yourself if you're a nursery manager or if you're money or if you're me there is a something that i'm interested in the first thing i'm going to do i'm going to have a look at google reviews after that comes social media you know if it's if it's a restaurant if it's if it's a pizza i want i will have a look at their instagram does your you know does that pizza look good um and then there aren't that many reviews there. So then I will look at more reliable sources. I will have a look at their Google reviews. And then I make an informed decision. And this is just a pizza, you know, I'm not talking about a child. And if it comes to my child, then yes, obviously, I'm sure you've done the same as I have that we have looked at yeah. millions and millions of websites and applications when it comes to childcare. And I should know because yeah. I run a child care recruitment company and we have, we have been named the best babysitter service in London for a number of years in a row. And we have put lots and lots of work into that. So, um, but it, it is beneficial, isn't it? Like, I think many, many nursery owners and managers can easily forget about how important marketing is and how much revenue it can generate even if you don't
1: pay. Yeah, and it is really hard with organic marketing to, you know, really work out the return on investment because you can't measure organic marketing. You can't measure, you know, the benefits that that is having on um, ensuring you get new parents sign up to your nursery. And, And more so now that everybody is moving online in these current times, it's even more important to... Um, not just rely on your offline marketing that you used to, whether that being flyering and local or going to events and having open days. I mean, hopefully we get around to those times again. But at this point in time, we have to be having our open days as almost every time um, a potential parent is looking on Instagram and sees our nursery. Um, so, yeah. yeah, this morning I spoke to um, our Sporting Media social media content manager and we spoke about... The importance of doing behind the scenes um, to our settings or to our um, to our staff, to our coaches, that, for me, helps our clients, or helps our parents, helps our nurseries really get a feel for what to expect in our sessions and um, what to expect from our company, what to expect from our brand. And, on social media in terms of Facebook and Instagram and even LinkedIn it is just as important to have that behind the scenes on our profiles as it is to have an about us page on our website and that's really really key for some people I think I am definitely not saying that um, parents aren't searching for nurseries on Google at the moment um, but I definitely think that many many parents are actually doing two things First of all, they're probably looking on Facebook or Instagram for your nursery if they've happened to find you on maybe daynurseries.co.uk um, or they've had a referral from a parent. And then secondly, they might be pop- popping into a Facebook group and saying, uh, we we're thinking about sending our child to this nursery. Anybody, any parents on here have any thoughts? So you, you absolutely need to be making sure that you're consistent on social media, you're really present and you're painting a picture on what parents can expect at your setting and that is how you become that go-to setting in your area.
0: And then obviously they're going to have at your Ofsted rating because they all do and I think one thing that Ofsted will not say and I have read enough Ofsted reports in the last six years to know about this but it doesn't really make you stand out and social media and your website can do that so um, yeah. We are, We were talking about just before this recording about another podcast where we will talk about sustainability and one of the nurseries that have taken a massive leap to try and not have any plastic in their nursery. And if you are a nursery, you know, you know your nursery, whether you're the manager or the owner, you know it best and you have to represent the values and the ethos of the nursery in the digital world.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think also what what's quite important for our nursery managers to note is that you can easily, as a manager, you know, work with your um, management team, your room leaders, and you could together, you know, as part of continued professional development for them as well, is create your thirty day content plan, and then delegate who is going to be posting when and how and you know who's going to take some responsibility we all know within the early years um, industry that practitioners are always looking for that next step they're always looking for that career development and sometimes as nursery managers we get to the point where we have all some practitioners that are room leaders and we're giving them the best they can but the next step for them might be to take your nursery manager job you know or go yes. somewhere else so what can we be giving you know, these amazing practitioners to really to have some autonomy, have a bit more autonomy, and have some leadership within your setting. And, you know, being in charge of um, a social media platform or, or even in charge of, of um, a strategy could be amazing. I mean, we are just about to launch our free um, organic social media marketing mini course. You know, all of you could get all of your staff or all of your room leaders to be watching this and then, you know, developing their content strategy from there.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, let's put it like that. If you're a nursery manager and you're thinking about your staff and you're thinking about your nursery, but you're not too sure about how to go on about it, then you can download our mini course to make everything that we have said and we have seen and learned and experienced. You can watch it and then you can take it on board. You can show it to the rest of your staff and then you can see how you can get on with them. And obviously, if you need any help, then we are here to help. And I know, um, Marnie, you have a wonderful, enormous marketing hat on. And you have also put <laughs> together a 30-day go-to social media calendar that's ready to go. Um, so we will make that available for our nursery managers to purchase. Uh, because we know that sometimes, even ourselves, we are at loss What to post, how to post. So, do you want to tell me a little bit about this calendar? What does it do for me as a nursery manager?
1: Yeah, well, it definitely complements the mini course. So, I'll quickly just go over that because I think what's really important about the mini course is that, you know, we've, we've, um, this is our second podcast around um, organic marketing. And our first one, like you said, was related to staff recruitment. And we also have a paid marketing um podcast coming out which is great as well i think with this free mini course some things to note about it and what is great for continued professional development for staff is that um we talk i within this mini course we talk about the extras that you should have on your website we talk about the strategies related to instagram the how and the why and we show you um videos on your linkedin profiles and we've spoken about this before your linkedin profiles even for your staff you know are such a bonus and so beneficial for them and we also talk about um the what's also known as social selling within facebook groups and the importance of that so with all of that knowledge from this free mini calls um all you need to do then is construct yourself a content calendar And the key thing about content calendars is you develop your pillars of content. So whatever you would like to share, you might want to share behind the scenes, you might want to share your learning and your curriculum, your reviews and testimonials as your pillars of content, and then anything you've got coming up, so your open days or fundraising events and so forth. And with those pillars of content, you then are able to construct where you want to post, what you want to post, and you can also assign who's gonna do that posting. And if you're planned for that 30 days and you know exactly what you're going to be writing and saying, along with potential um, what we call stories vaults, so deciding what you're gonna put in your Instagram or Facebook stories as well, it is gonna be save you so much time and effort to pick up that content plan and say, okay, for a Monday week one, it says content pillar behind the scenes and the prompt is um, your favorite staff quote from the week that they've heard from the children this week. As just an example of some content to post. Week two, day three um, could be around um, the learning that you've done. So it could be a forest school trip that you did or some outdoor for, for the children so that you're positioning your nursery as one of those top quality curriculum delivery that your parents are going to go oh that's amazing and from a nursery perspective to have that in front of you already the 30 days completely planned out not having to think about anything including all your prompts for your story posts the time and effort that will save hopefully that's why we've designed it and to make life easier for our nursery managers and also easier to delegate and outsource to their practitioners as well
0: and obviously we we call it a 30-day calendar but you can reuse it and reuse it and reuse it so
1: okay. repeat.
0: <laughs> december is obviously going to be about christmas and the new year and so on and so forth and then january can be about the winter um and then february can be about the carnival and so on and so forth so you have it once and then it's just a foundation for your social media and money and i have been very busy calculating a the right (laughs) fee and this content calendar will cost you 16 pence uh, per day for a 30-day calendar which means that we are selling it just under £5 so um, I said it's 17p because I reckon that 17 pence or 16 pence 66 uh, will be something that most nurseries will be happy to pay to have it So they don't have to deal with it. They don't have to worry about it and they can start their journey. And obviously if you do this and you're listening to this and you're considering it and, or if you have already purchased it and tried it, then we would love to know your thoughts because we want to make it worthwhile for you and we want to improve and inspire you to become a better nursery, a better practitioner, and you know, to be the go-to nursery.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I, I um, know quite a lot of content challenges that get sold online for other businesses and it truly it truly does save a whole heap of time and energy. And it and it really does take the stress away from trying to think about what's needed to post and and um, from a from that perspective of being that go to nursery for your parents. I definitely think the key take-home is consistency on social media um, and presence definitely
0: yes you obviously have to think about brand awareness but just thinking about it you mentioned it before that you know it's something that you can delegate and delegating is really good if you can do it but obviously in terms of consistency it might not be the best thing so can we have a look at that that you know let's say I already have my calendar, I know what I'm doing, but I can't do it all. what are the most important things that I bear in mind, in terms of the tone, the voice, if it's just me as the nursery manager posting, versus if it's me and another three people, how do we make it all, you know, cohesive? Oh,
1: tough question. And um, I don't know if this is the answer you're looking for, but there's also quite a few different scheduling platforms that. That um, some businesses use, so that you can have consistent material going out. So there is um, buffer content calendar, smarter queue. So if any of our nurseries want managers want to look that up, that is something that you can outsource. So rather than delegate on a consistent basis, that can be outsourced. You could create only you know ten to twelve pieces of content that then gets recycled over your platform. So that makes things easier. But in terms of what your question about what to prioritize if it is just you and you want to get something out I think linking your Instagram to your Facebook so you're posting only on Instagram it goes straight to Facebook is a really really beneficial thing to do it makes sure that on both platforms you are present and the second thing would be you are best to post on your grid so Instagram grid Um, you know, only two or three times a week, don't stress about having to post every day. Instead, if you can post at least two to three stories a day, that would be um, more beneficial. I think in terms of um, ensuring you are consistent, which is a key, so consistency and presence, it really, really helps if you are, have, Um, you know some hashtags that you can use that you know parents are going to be looking up so that if parents are looking for you or looking for an earlier setting looking for a nursery in your area you've used that hashtag in your posts I think that's really really important and then the last thing would definitely be to try and be present and or have joined um, local Facebook groups where parents hang out Um, because if there are say in your area if there are three local Facebook groups and you're in none of them then you're missing an opportunity to comment or to engage with your potential audience of parents
0: yes and I think one thing that we haven't spoken about not even last time or this time is that you know you will have your calendar I think what I have seen and I'm sure you have seen as well that's a mistake is that people are posting the same thing at the same time to Facebook and Instagram. So rather than you know just copy pasting the same thing to this at the same time on Facebook and Instagram just say okay on Monday at ten thirty-five, I will have a post going out about the behind the scenes on Tuesday I am just going to post on Instagram on Wednesday I'm back to Facebook on Thursday maybe I will do LinkedIn Facebook and Instagram you know don't don't stress about it if you don't do it every day if you can do it every day then don't stress about needing to post everywhere all the time and you will see with time that some of your platforms will work better than others. You will see that you know, some stories maybe on Facebook will work better than on Instagram and just make sure that you focus on that one. Am I right?
1: Yeah, I think everybody has different opinions and I know Kate, your Hello Mums um, social media presence is amazing and you do have someone that manages or helps you manage that, so you do have that um, option. Um, I actually don't do it like that. I have recently decided to focus purely on Instagram. And I think it's really important that if you are short on time, choose a platform that you would like to focus on. Um, we did do quite a lot of them on Facebook and we do still do quite a lot in Facebook groups. Um, but most recently we've focused on Instagram. And Why is that? Quite few, uh, well, we've noticed quite a few um, nurseries popping up on Instagram. Our clients are obviously yes. in nurseries. Um, and we've noticed quite a few popping up. And and because Instagram is such a great visual platform, you know, and um, the stories um, are really eye-catching for parents who often are just swiping across. And it, it's become a bit more of a um, a go-to platform for parents now as well. They are used to shopping on Instagram, they're used to pinning, they're used to sharing stories, but they're very used to communicating on Instagram now. Um, So we've decided to focus on Instagram. And instead of um, splitting our time between the two, we simply link our Facebook page to our Instagram account. So when we post on Instagram, it goes straight to our Facebook. And it's the same in stories. Now, there's a lot of research recently about um, Facebook pages, business pages, um, at a very all-time low in terms of organic reach. So, in parents' newsfeed, even if they like your business page, um, they're unlikely to see any of your posts come up anyway. So, business pages are kind of used as a bit more of a shop front or kind of like a directory. If if somebody, if a if a parent would like to, maybe they found you on your website via Google, or they found you on maybe a platform like DayNurseries.co.uk. And the next thing they're going to do, like you said before, they might have looked at Google reviews, is they're probably going to see if you've got a Facebook page. So the fact that you are then constantly posting on there, even if it's what you're on Instagram, in my opinion, and then what has worked for us, and I know quite a lot of other um, online businesses do the same, is um, it doesn't matter because the people that are going to find your Facebook page are probably going to have actively looked for you rather than you come up on, the, on your news right. feed. So, um, and you know, later on down the line, if you go down paid advertising, the fact that you've had consistent content and you've had followers and you can analyze who's following you and watching, um, your post, will be beneficial. So, you know, in my opinion, I am focusing on Instagram and I'm posting straight from Instagram to Facebook rather than doing a separate post on Facebook. However, sometimes when we post in local Facebook groups, whether we're, Um, offering a free taster session um, to local nurseries in a new area um, or we're giving away um, you know our activity ebook we will post a separate post on our Facebook business page and we will share it into a Facebook group and we do that here at Inspiring Nurseries as well quite a lot of our strategy is about a Facebook event in which we share in our Facebook um, local groups that our early years managers hopefully hang out in so you know that is quite a key strategy but in my opinion if you have time to do separate posts then maybe one of your staff managers, one and one of the other perfect um, but I, I also know um, and, and think that being able to post from Instagram to Facebook you know can be just as beneficial
0: great okay so dear listeners make sure you grab a copy of the mini course uh we're going to pop down the link at the end of this podcast you know you can just look at the text and then you can see how you can download our mini course and if you want to find out more about our 30-day calendar charged at 17p less than 17p a day then please let us know and the link will be at the end of this podcast recording as well Thank you, Marnie. I think that has been quite an insightful podcast again today. And please join us again next time. We will have some fun and interesting people coming to talk to us in the coming weeks. Take care and goodbye. Thanks, Kate. Bye-bye.